If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's basically free. The creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. episode number three of we all value everyone's stories hello hello it is i your guest nate and my lovely co-host my wife alex, alex. and <laughs> today we have our very first guest on the podcast david figuero yeah, no wrong <laughs> figuero. That, that was close that was close it was it's, wow it's right. figuero, but i i appreciate the effort i appreciate the effort alex thank you Thank you for trying. Thank you. And uh, I, I thank thank you guys for inviting me on the show. And I look I look forward to hopefully sharing my insight as to how I got into uh, the social media realm as far as uh, disability and fitness. And I hope to have uh, be able to your experiences as well. So uh, take it away, guys. The real questions well, you guys might have. Well, as you know, you are our very first guest, so. Introduce yourself to the people. Let them know what you do. How did you get involved in podcasting exactly. and social media? Exactly. So the floor is yours, sir. Well, well my, my name is David, and I'm actually, uh, well, during the school year, I'm a school teacher. So I work as a middle school assistant reading teacher, eighth grade students. Um, and on the on the side, while I'm, while I'm not working, I do podcasting and YouTubing. So I got into podcasting uh, about a year ago because uh, I figured that with the platform, I could, I, could, I could use my public speaking skills as well as my motivational skills to help influence uh, people with disabilities, uh, people going through hardships that, um, that you can overcome anything you set your mind to. Um, I want to be able to use the platform to provide a voice so that, so that, or to be the voice that people need. So if they can't speak out, I can advocate for them and show them that by using your voice and by voicing how you feel, you can get, you can get so many people to believe in you, to believe in any causes you might have and to help you achieve the success that you want in life you know it's all about it's always about having that that's a positive support in your life and i feel through not just through real life but through podcasting through youtubing you're able to achieve that okay so a question what is the thing you like the most about social media well, the, the thing I like the most about social media is you can you can contact your family, keep in touch with your family, your friends. Um, you know, you can you can always collaborate with people. You know, 
coordinate events, uh, attend events, um, and just, you know, just come together in, in one social circle, you know, uh, you know, with anything you might have in common. Like, I follow a lot of, you know, uh, various, like, podcasting groups or groups that have people with disabilities, you know, like cerebral palsy and um, just be able to share something that we have in common, you know, and come together and just have, just have a good time, you know, not worry about, you know, who's, who's, uh, who's out there judging who is just all about just commonality and coming together and enjoying what you, what you have in common together. Nice. Okay. Very good. Very good. Now I do want to. I know you did realize you did mention you are a teacher, and you know going through this global pandemic, uh, you find it get a lot uh, easier to teach kids in that aspect, or how's that distancing from kids? Like how's that affected you in that sense? Because I know, like you said, you were going and working all day. That interaction you have with kids kind of gets them motivated to do things. Um, well, as far as, uh, as far as kind of the transition between virtual and classroom or just in general? She's asking a question. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. As in, no, I'm just saying like that, the, the, the physical interaction, you know, that, that one-on-one approach, how's that been for you? Because I know during this pandemic, I know it's kind of been hard, like, and now it's transitioning into oh, it's virtual, virtual learning. It's, yeah. always, it's always been, uh, as far as like the physical interaction in the classroom, it's always been uh, well received. Like I'm, I'm very, I'm all about, you know, positive encouragement, using positive words, uh, high fives, thing, things, of, things like of that nature. Because, you know, uh, kids, are, kids are very receptive to how you, you approach them and how you react because they can sense they can sense negativity a mile away and if they can sense negativity a mile away they'll shut down they won't listen to you they won't talk to you they will do anything you ask them to do and they just veer off on their own do their own little thing um now if you think about the virtual aspect of how things have been going since the pandemic it's been uh it's been kind of strange because you don't have that physical interaction. So you have to find different ways to kind of not just interact, but kind of relate to them in a way, you know, like we're all sitting in front of a computer and it's hard to kind of talk to them. Cause you're like, or like to feel excited for them. Cause it's like, you know, you can't feel that real excitement that you feel when you see them physically, like they tell you about a certain thing that they did and you can't high five them and be like, hey, you know, like that's awesome. And you know, you can't celebrate with them. And um, it's, uh, it's, it's tough, it's tough, you know, teaching virtually, but uh, the thing that kind of keeps them going is just having that positive support right there. You know, because if, if, if you show up every day, they're gonna want to show up, you know? Yeah. And if you're positive, they want to be positive. So it's all about how you uh, inter, uh, interact with them and how your emotions are that particular day. Because they can, like I said, they can sense them a mile away. Or that you're being negative or you're being positive, you know? Yeah, I, could, yeah, I agree with you 100%, you know, because like with Riley right now, 
you know, it's just crazy to see she feels and feeds off her, our emotions in that sense too. So I definitely know what you mean by how kids can just sniff right through the BS and tell her like it is, you know what I mean? I mean, most of the time, I mean, almost 90, almost 100% of the time, Riley's like smiling, happy, happy, laughing. Like she's so happy. But like, let's say I'm upset about something. She'll look at me differently and just kind of like, you know, her eyebrows will change. She'll do this like little scowl and then she'll like come over and she'll just sit with, like, she'll just sit. Like she knows, okay, something's wrong with mom. So kids have a very keen sense of what's wrong with mommy or what's wrong with daddy. They, they know. And they're always it's, listening. It's incredible thing, right? it's, it's incredible how kids can be so receptive yeah. to a lot of to emotions. But that's another, that's another question to think about. And that's another question I have. How do you think social media now, as in in 2020, do you think social media has just gotten completely out of hand or do you think it's still manageable in an aspect just between adults and kids? Oh, oh yeah. For, for, for kids. Uh, let me, let me tell you, you know, especially, especially in the schools, kids will be like, they'll be like posting fights on like, on like uh, Snapchat and Instagram and you know, <laughs> glorifying it. And it's horrible. Like, you know, it's, it's terrible, but you know, and in a way you kind of expect that because you know, they have access to it. So, you know, they, they're for kids, social media is all about attention and the views and just getting themselves out there. Um, I hate to say it, but negatively, because kids are kids. They, they don't know that social media is about interacting with people and just making friends. They just think of social media as like, oh, this is about, this is about fun. And if, if I see something, I want to like post it on Worldstar, you know, and get that fame. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's all about that. Like for for them, it's all about uh, it's all about feeling accepted. You know, social media for them, it's about feeling accepted. When you're a teenager, when you're a kid, and you're on social media, you're a totally different persona. You know, you have a totally different persona because when you're on social media, you're one person, but when you're on, you're another. You know, you're totally different. Yeah. When you're completely offline and people see you for the real you, it's just like it's like when you it's like when you see uh these celebrities, uh you know be being completely like you see all the glamour stuff you know going to islands on vacations, yet you don't see the real side of it where it's super difficult. There's always difficult decisions, and social media is not easy, especially for kids. It's 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 hard. It's tough, you yeah. know. If if I were a kid, if I if I were a kid with social media, I don't think I I it'd be difficult just to get through it. It's you know, I mean, I grew up with the flip phone, so for crying out loud, with the Motorola yeah. Razor, no yeah. no internet. Yeah, I didn't get my flip phone until I was like eighteen, which had social media. I remember we both had the flip phones when they first came out, and I remember how T-Mobile had the exclusive sidekick, so that was pretty yeah. crazy. And uh, we have an extra guest for you today. Since you're our first guest, we have a guest of our own. Say hi, Riley. Hi. Hi, 
What are your thoughts on social media and kids? <laughs> uh, well, very old school for my age, for sure. Um, I'm very old soul when it comes to things, but social media and kids, that's a 100% no. Like I, kids start off young and on you a phone and they grow into thinking like what you said, like, oh, it's attention, I have to have likes. And then what happens is other people start bullying them and then the kids will feel bad about themselves. There's no, absolutely no reason why 10 year olds. You also have to think about, uh, you know, human trafficking and, and, and right. sexual there's, predators out there. There's, there's no reason why a 10 year old should want to kill themselves because they might be using, so they might be using the internet for, you know, let's say to talk to their friends, like to like uh, the PlayStation. Okay. But then there's people that are using that same thing, letting their kids use that same thing with no supervision. And then though their kids are the ones that are bullying the other kids. So when you have a young child, like these twos and three-year-olds on these cell phones out in public, which we witnessed at breakfast the other morning, this dog, this uh, husband and wife was out with their daughter, not much older than Riley, maybe a year and a half, hitting nearing two, maybe, okay, so maybe a little bit you know obviously older but they were so disengaged with their own daughter she's sitting there in the high chair with the phone in her hand like this playing a game like that's awesome that a, a child that age can operate function and operate a phone you know a game and these apps but when you're disengaged with your child they learn pretty quickly and then they realize it's they're like, not going to listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to listen. And then when they get older, the parents complain, Oh, you don't listen or you shouldn't have respect, but you, you, you instill that behavior. If they're always on a game or if they're always on the phone and they're not going to want to listen, they're disengaged. They think that, Oh, this is what I do because kids are very aware. They mommy and daddy don't want to deal with me. And exactly. I don't, I don't feel like as far as cell phone, cell phones uh, in general with kids in schools, I feel like cell phones should be placed in a corner uh, in the classroom away from the student's person. Not, not their backpack, not in their pocket, but away from, from them in the classroom because from uh, personal experience, being in the classroom and them using cell phones, it's constant. Put the cell phone away. Uh, stop texting whoever. Um, you know, they'll be like playing a game or something. Or they're and then they they give you an attitude, like like yeah. no tomorrow. Like I'll be getting I'll be getting cursed out like for no reason just for telling them to put their cell phone. I'm like And the like, other thing that I feel it causes a negative is because if they're always say on a laptop or a tablet or a phone or whatever all this technology is and all the, all the social media that I have none of. I have no Twitter, no Snapchat, no Facebook. I have nothing. All it's doing is they're focused on that. They're not focused on, oh, I need to get good grades. I need to go to college or am I going to enter the workforce instead of college? It's all about the technology and then their grades are failing and the parents get mad because they can't, they're not either graduating or they're not doing their homework, but if the child, if, if children are constantly on a, te a technology, uh, a technical device, 
when you have children, you can't just, oh, here, here's your, here's my phone because you don't want to deal with them. Of course, every parent has their breaking point, but you have to understand that when you do have children, you have to take time. You have to play the board games. You have to read to them. You have to do the learning stuff. And then, okay, hey, do what you like to play, like the PlayStation, your learning game, or why are these three-year-olds playing these fighting games where you're blowing people up? Then those kids later on in life could could change into being one of these people that shoot up the schools. And it's there's no there's a lot of reasons why things happen in this world with based on social media. And just technology itself. Like with kids. I mean, um, it's as far as that situation. It's always about you know it's it's a combination of there's a lot of factors yeah, behind that. that. There's that. also the uh, the environment that uh that the child is raised in yeah right you know? as well i mean if the child's hostile. raised in a hostile environment they're they're uh they're likely to be hostile but um i mean i would i was raised you know being able to play any game that i i wanted you know growing up you know wrestling um you know any any kind of game that had a little bit of you know violence uh it was there but i I didn't act upon it because, well, of course, parents knew self-control and they knew that you know what was right and what was wrong. And if they didn't like what they were seeing, then you know they eliminated it. You know, just so it's all about self-control. And it makes you it's wonder, like what's in It makes you wonder how much control is actually being done if the children are on a tablet, phone, etc. Is there a frontal lock on certain things? These kids could be viewing whatever they want to view and they're a young age. And then other things can can hit the can play their mind and then that one time can rewire them in a way that they think things are okay because then they see other people doing it and they learned it from the internet. Yeah. I mean I mean the pros are oh well, there yeah. are some pros. There are some pros, you know what I mean? Just in case like if there are ever emergencies. I'm not saying technology is all bad in that aspect. It allows for kids to, you know, it allows for the future generations to want to become like engineers or something computer scientists or like just they learn how to type. They learn to type, they learn, you know, uh how to use word art or yeah, Excel. yeah. You become creative. Those are different ways of creativity too, but it's just like she said. There has to be some sort of limit being placed, you know. There are instances too to where, like, say, if there were ever an emergency or at school, or they needed, or hey, to get in contact with parents or a guardian or whatever. I understand those aspects, but it's not all bad. You know, but like, like Alex is saying, there just needs to be some sort of limitation and parental guidance. Some sort of control. Yeah, some sort yeah. of. Uh, if Riley knew how to use a phone at two. That's that's amazing. You know what I mean? That's amazing because like a young a young child that knows and is so smart to know how to use something, take a picture, or you know, oh, let's push this and I become an alien or a dog. You know that those filters and stuff. You know that's great. Yeah. But when it's left to go too far, that's when it's like, okay, like what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and, and you also and you also have to know that uh, there are alternatives out there. Uh, for cell phones or cell phones specifically made for kids that don't have the apps but only have the apps that you miss you absolutely need you know that you can use that you need to use but they don't have any of the social media apps none of that it's just the basic stuff 
Yeah. You know? I have noticed that too, like certain different, like certain, uh, you can set parental guidings and all that other stuff, you know, Netflix, Hulu, what they view, what they watch, YouTube, they got YouTube kids and all that other stuff. So there are, there are limitations out there, but I feel like they're just not as many as some people would like, you know what I mean? There's always something around them. They're not very strict, strict, you know? There's the parents that want the parental control that are on this side of the fence, and then there's the ones that they just don't care. They don't care, and it's, it's they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, like, like, like you'd be, you'd be amazed with the kids that I deal with in the classroom and the stuff that they tell me that they've, they've, uh, they've encountered on social media themselves. It's like, it's like, wow, you know about that? And it's like, you don't expect that from a 13, 14 year old, but, but it, it, it just happens, you know, they, they're just so curious, you know? Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of a crucial time too. Now you think about it, that preteen, teenage phase when they go through that, you know, it's very, very crucial. They're, sub- they're also their, their yeah. um, self-esteem. You know, they they think they have to be yeah. this way or that way just to feel accepted. Just because, you know, a fourteen-year-old that might know about adult be, um, content, or behavior. content, what like. Yeah, they're gonna hear it in school. There's always, there's always that's gonna happen. People, kids are gonna hear things. They're gonna come home. What's this? What's that? Because they've never heard it. They've never seen it. Their parents don't talk about it in front of them. But oh, I thought. Oh my god. What happens? What happens? Um, I, I completely forgot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? It's alright. I, I just think it's alright. It, it, it exposes them to stuff that if they hear it in school and they come home and ask, of course that's going to happen. That's any kid's going to have questions about stuff that they hear about. It happened to me when I was in school, but when exactly. they're left to be on on internet device and on technology and they see all this stuff all over the place, that's not. Then they're going to start acting on it. They're going to start being curious. Kids are already curious enough, but they need to be curious about what they should be curious about. <laughs> Yeah. Once they see something, their whole mind blows up. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, you know, especially kids in school, like, yeah, especially true. when Corona started. When my Corona started, oh, my gosh, like, like every day I'd hear, like, you know, kids would be like, oh, I, I coughed on you. You got Corona. And, and then, you know, like, walking towards the stage before the dance the yeah. And just oh, just bagging themselves with hand sanitizer, and and they just talk about it every day. Like they'll talk about cases and what's going on, and uh, it's it's incredible. Like just from one thing, kids are so aware. And I'm and I ask them, how did you find it out? And they're like, through social media. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Their, their, their source of news is not the news outlet. Nope, it's social media. And the time that's spent on the social media is just... It's scary. It's unreal. It's, it's like husband and wives or boyfriend and girlfriends, we literally see in public at the dinner table. Like, we could go to dinner or lunch, and the husband and wife doesn't even... They're not talking to each other. Like, what are you doing? They're on their phones. They're they're texting. They're They're going like this, scrolling. Like, all that stuff that you're scrolling, literally, what is that doing for your life? It doesn't do anything. It does not do anything at all. It does nothing for your marriage, your relationship, unless you're doing something like this and you're, you know, 
it really hinders it you know it can hinder it it can hinder it because yeah. uh people right. people can be very nosy people can be very uh deceptive I feel like that's what social media is really a lot of too because it's like you post one thing the wrong person sees it oh my god it's like and then all like one little thing that you could do just because you want to share it could turn into complete chaos yeah. and it shouldn't and it doesn't need to be like that exactly. and it's like it makes people not want to share exactly. what they're doing in life because someone has to ruin it or or this friend gets mad because th this friend it's was like, there or this one wasn't it's ridiculous okay it so it's, it's like um share stuff it's like politics yeah i see so many people posting about politics and social media it's not even funny and like the minute you post something political, somebody has to go and just jump into it, like head first. Like yeah. if I was like, think about Nate, I'm sorry. Think about me in Aquatica, how I jumped that way head first. I almost, I almost drowned in there, just tried to swim. Oh, That's man. politics and Facebook, you know? Yeah. People get so far up in it that they'll drown in it. And they start fighting over the simplest, idiotic thing. 102 you know? comments of just pure argument over something that someone posted exactly. that's believe. And then you get so involved in it that you're like, man, this is so good, but I just can't stop reading. Why? Because it's politics and it's on social media. Yeah. Yeah. It's a disease. It can be a disease. It's like... Well, not necessarily disease. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. It's not more of a disease. It's kind of like just a bad habit, like a very, very addicting habit. I feel like people use social media too to, I, I'm sorry. I feel like people use social media too as well to find out what people are doing just so they know what someone's doing. And then if they see something they don't like, oh my God, watch out. People get mad. People get upset because they are seeing something that they don't like. Well, no one said you had to like it. No one said you needed to go look for it. No one said you needed to go to this page or that page to see what's going on. Mind your business. So it's like social media sometimes I feel is used for all the wrong reasons instead of the right reasons. <laughs> exactly. Like people, people, uh, like, like, like we kind of like, if we were kind of to backtrack, it's like what I mentioned earlier. It's about attention and and gratification and just yeah. feeling accepted. Yeah. You know, that's what some people use social media for is for attention. Like, you know, and it's 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 not the right way to use it, but I feel like it's the way that they know how. You know. You know, it'd be nice if they had like let's say a media page that said like let's just throw it out there like this is exciting. And people were to all share things that are positive, are positive or exciting life. to them, or they had like a birthday party, or they had a little luau or anniversary, and people all give positive Plus. comments or positive feedback, or you know, you can they can send that person hearts or smiley faces and stuff like that. In a perfect world, that'd be wonderful, but there is no such thing because everybody's so focused on ah ah or. <laughs> They're just focused on on the one thing for all the wrong reasons. They're not there to see why that person's posting that or sharing that. And if they don't like it, they just oh scroll past it. Like 
what is that? Like you're supposed to be happy for other people that are happy too, or that are having a fun time or went here and went there. It's not, it shouldn't be based on the negative. Like someone could post something happy, but then it, turn, it can turn negative. But it was never intended to do that. Exactly. Exactly. Like um, those are the things you have to be careful for, be careful of. It's just the personal, uh, personal events that you might have, you know, because one minute, it can go well, and the next minute it can go straight down to uh, to the to the rabbit hole, and you don't want that. You know, you don't want people guessing, asking all these questions about what happened. It's kind of like another way of saying, you know, uh, opening Pandora's box, because it just it's yeah, anything. Okay. So. Yeah, it's um, but for for me, I mean, if if we're, since we're kind of on the top of the social media, um. It allows it allows me to get out there, you know, like I was mentioning earlier, with uh, my podcast and my uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, so, uh, kind of I use it to I use it to inspire I use it to inspire people, to motivate people, to get people ahead. Um, like I said, I talk to a lot of groups that have disabilities, like myself, you know, and and uh, and get to meet all kinds of people, get to uh, make connections, and uh, and you know and and you can even find, you know, your own significant other, you know, and that's pretty cool too. You know, it's it's not all it's not all, uh, but of course it's not all rainbows and sunshine. Yeah. But there's there's some good to it. Now one and there's some bad to it. It's playing with the PlayStation when like you, David, and I mean you, Mike, and Nate are they're playing and with the headpiece. Like I can come over and be like, hey, hello, that's cool, that's fun. Because you can hang. Yeah, you're here out. talking about. You can hang out with each other. Yeah, you hear us talk about a junk the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's another episode right there. It is. It really is. <laughs> well, this will we'll label this episode part one. How about that? And then next time when we have you on, we'll make it a we'll make it into a little, you know, crazy episodes here from here on out with you and Mike. If we can get Mike on the pod. So yeah, he said he was down. He put a picture, he put a gift of Joe Rogan on there. Oh, yeah, so we'll like, have to leave. Yeah. Or maybe you, me, and him will just probably do one separate podcast and just we'll save all our crazy stories for that one. So, <laughs> who knows? But, um, yeah, do a, do a blooper, do a blooper podcast. We're, do, yes, we're doing a bunch yes. of you can also um, incorporate like pros to social media, like to to tie this into part two yeah and like when you guys share memories of like you went to this wrestling event or you went to city walk or yeah high yeah. you know middle school high school things like that it'd be kind of cool you guys or aquatica. <laughs> yeah. or aquatica yes yes <laughs> that was a fun day yeah that was a day to remember but it's been a pleasure thank you for coming on to the pod Yay. Man. thank you guys i really appreciate it it was a very informative conversation i appreciate i appreciated uh being able to and to uh, kind of provide my insight, my experience, and uh, talk a little bit about my podcast and YouTube channel. Um, you guys can, can find me at uh, David's CP Fitness. So D-A-V-I-D-S-C-P Fitness. I will leave the link with the host, with your host, Nate, and he can share it on, on his video on the link. And you guys can find me there. So, uh, and uh, I uh, thank you guys for your time. 
And as I always say, with my motto, if I can do it, so can you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And you guys can follow the podcast on Offways Pod on Twitter. Follow us at Waves Pod on Instagram. And if you have any questions or, you know, you want to be featured on the next episode, please email the pod at waves with two S's podcast at gmail.com. You guys have a good night. Peace.